welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Belltop, and I am so grateful to have you here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. We are in this together. Yes, me and you. And the most amazing part, it is not just us. There's a community of individuals ready and willing, reaching out their hand and inviting you in. They are walking the journey with us as well. You can find them over in the Soul Circle community, which is a totally free community space outside of social media. It is a gathering place for you to be seen and heard. And I would love to meet you over there and spend some time together. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to this week's episode, shall we? It feels like a lifetime since I have sat in this chair in front of my microphone and spoken to you. Dustin and I recently went away and prior to going away, we recorded a couple of episodes So we had them here and ready for you. And now that feels like, oh my goodness, worlds away. (laughs) But it feels good to be back, to be sitting here, to be knowing that you are on the other end of this microphone. I am so grateful that I took the leap and began this podcast. I was really, really nervous to do it. Speaking is 100% not my strong suit. I am usually one of very few words. So to now be sitting in front of a microphone and speaking for half of an hour is a lot. It is. It's a big undertaking. But taking on this challenge has really helped to stretch me. And I can see all of the ways that I have grown from that very first episode. And I know I have shared it here before, but In the very beginning, I was writing everything down because at heart, I'm a writer. (laughs) That is where I feel my most comfortable. That is where I am really able to express what's in my heart, what I'm struggling with, what I'm going through. I can get it all down on the paper and it flows for me. I don't know how, I don't know why. It is just my gift. And it's amazing because it had took me many, many years to realize and recognize that that was my thing. But so in the beginning, that was my comfort zone, right? So that's what I did. I wrote it down. I had to have everything down on that sheet of paper. Otherwise, I would be here and be like, hmm, what do I say now? (laughs) What do I say next? And having that, it helped me to start. It helped me to begin. And since then, I no longer need to write down every single word that I'm going to say. I don't have to have it all fully, totally planned out. And of course, I'm I stumble along the way and I'm still learning and growing and will continue to learn and grow. But I become a little bit more comfortable. I become a little bit more confident in myself that I can do this. That me being that shy girl that used to want to just stand in a corner and observe the world can now be sitting in this chair in her own tiny little spotlight and sharing all about herself. And what a huge shift that is, right? From that person that wanted to blend in to now 
coming here and opening up my heart. And one thing I wanted to talk about today was this idea of starting and how sometimes it can feel really intimidating and overwhelming. And we think in order to begin, everything has to be perfect, right? It has to be the perfect time. You have to have every single little detail in order. You need to make sure that, yes, you know exactly what you're doing. You know how to do it. You, I don't know, maybe need the right equipment to make it happen. And whatever you are putting out there, whatever you are beginning, you need to be, when you begin, this is what goes through your head. You need to begin like those experts that you see in the field already. You need to already be at that level. And oh my goodness, nope, <laughs> most definitely not. Because those people who you are looking up to, who you see doing something, who are inspiring you to reach beyond whatever you thought you could do, and who are encouraging you to go after your own dreams, they too began somewhere. What you see of them now is maybe years and years of learning and growing and doing. It's not them doing it in that moment. You're not seeing their beginning. You're not seeing all the hard work that got them to even that point to begin. Because it takes a lot of work even before you start something. And that work might be that mental preparation where in your head you're trying to figure it out. Or maybe you're looking something up on the internet. You're asking a friend, you're getting a book, you're reading about it, you're watching others, you're observing, you're taking it all in, and that's all part of the process. And it might not feel like you're doing much because maybe you're doing a little bit here and there, but you know, you're still having that dream, that hope, that idea in your head, but you're not actually doing the thing, but you're doing something to get you to that point. Where you can say, yes, I'm going to do this. So all of that along the way is super important. When you're watching someone who's already in it, who has been around for a while, you're not seeing that, that part of the puzzle. And it's really important to remember that you're not seeing that part of the puzzle. Because you're trying to get yourself to that level. And the only way to get there is to simply begin and put in the work. To show up day after day and just do it. To make the mistakes along the way and be okay with making the mistakes. The biggest thing is giving yourself permission to kind of mess up along the way. To figure it out as you're going on. To know that perfection is impossible <laughs> and you don't need to start with perfection. But the biggest thing is you need to start. And ugh, goodness, for this podcast, I could have put it off so much longer. I could have come up with so many other excuses <laughs> of why I couldn't begin. At the time, I didn't think they were excuses. I thought they were like real valid reasons of why I couldn't start. But in reality, it was just an excuse because I was afraid. 
afraid to actually start because what if I fail? What if I didn't do it right? What if I, what if I actually succeeded is also another fear because then what happens then? And we get so afraid of all of these things that we can come up with excuse after excuse after excuse. And then we never start. And we don't think they're excuses. We think instead, we're still planning. We're still doing. We're still figuring it out. You know, we're finding that, that road to perfection so that we can show up and have everything perfectly polished and beautiful and wonderful. But nope, <laughs> we will never have everything perfectly polished and beautiful. We need to stumble. We do. And it's not fun. Oh my goodness, not fun at all. <laughs> when I go back and listen to some of the episodes from the beginning, I almost cringe thinking of, oh, I put this out there. People listened to this and then they came back. <laughs> but it's honest, it's real. And that's exactly what I wanted this podcast to be about. It's just showing you that. You can show up as you are. You can make those mistakes along the way, and they're not going to define you. And yeah, maybe there will be people who experience something that you're putting out into the world, and it's not for them. You know what? That is perfectly okay. Because we are not here to be for everybody. We're not. Which is the most beautiful and amazing thing about this world. There is space for all of us. And as you start to find your space and claim it, you also start to find those people who want to be in that same space with you and who are going to be your cheerleaders and who are going to want to walk the journey alongside you. And those are your people. Not the ones who are going to be criticizing and saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did this. Or saying, really? That's what you're talking about? So boring. Not listening. <laughs> I mean, if there's people like that, they're not your people. They're not. You are not for everyone. And what a gift it is to really know that in your heart. Because then you stop trying to please everybody. Because again, that is impossible. Something you will never, ever be able to accomplish. But what you can do is really stand so tall in who you are and share yourself with the world. And with the world, that doesn't mean you need to go out and do some big thing and amplify your voice in a crazy wild way and put yourself out there. It just means showing up as who you are with the people that you are around. So when you walk into your office at work, you don't feel like you have to shift and morph and totally become somebody else. You can feel confident in your own skin and just be you. When you're in the grocery store and you're with the cashier, again, you're just feeling confident. You're feeling good. You're feeling yourself. Nothing feels better than being, being able to feel like yourself, right? 
Isn't that all we want is no matter what situation we are in, to be able to feel like us. To not feel like, oh gosh, I need to really change who I am because I'm around so-and-so. No. Be you. And there are going to be things about you that are so unique and beautiful and wonderful that other people around you might not be interested in, might not understand, might not ever try on their own. But when they see your passion, when they hear your excitement for something, oh my goodness, it opens up a door. Have you ever been around someone who is talking about something? And they're so excited for it. It is as if that thing, whatever it is, is breathing life into them. And maybe they're really into a sport and they're talking so passionately about it. And you're not a sports person. But listen them, listening to them talk about how it feels to be at the stadium and the energy that they're receiving from the rest of the crowd while they're at that game. And how their team might have been losing by oh, a big amount. But the whole crowd was still getting into it, standing behind them, cheering them on. You are starting to feel that passion, that energy. And really understand why they love to be there. And maybe it's something that you never would have thought to experience before in your life. But now you might be a little interested. Or now you can see why they care so much about what they do. We feed off of each other's energy. We absolutely do. So when you feel that excitement radiating from that other person, it pulls you in. Well, it absolutely pulls you in. And so think about the things that you're passionate about. What is it that lights up your world? Gets you excited? Makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning and run and go do it. What are those things? Is it showing up in the kitchen and cooking a delicious meal? Is it being outside and planting in the garden? Maybe you're really passionate about walking, reading, creating something with your hands. Maybe you have a really great eye for decorating. Whatever it is. Find that thing and dig deep into it. Allow yourself to be seen in it. And I think that can be our biggest challenge. Because I think about when I first started the postcard project, it was something I was really excited about. And for those of you who don't know what the postcard project is, it's a three-week postcard exchange where you can sign up to send one postcard a week to somebody else in the group who you don't know. It will be a complete stranger. And I provide a writing prompt that you can use as a jumping off point. And then each Sunday, you take that prompt, you write a little something to your partner, and you drop it in the mail. And then throughout that week, you receive something from them. And what a cool idea, right? The opportunity to exchange snail mail with a total stranger to receive this handwritten note in the mail that's just for you. Because I don't know about you, but everything else I get in the mail is either a bill I have to pay or a piece of junk mail that 
throwing in the trash. <laughs> it's nothing that really excites me and interests me in wanting to even look at the mailbox. But this idea of sending snail mail to a stranger and receiving something back is so cool to me. Love it. And it's a way I find for people to connect with one another, to create and do something that is just a little bit different. And even though in my heart, like, I love this idea, I think it's amazing. <laughs> when I first began to talk about it with other people, I kind of just brushed over it thinking, oh, you know, I know you won't be interested, so I'll just give you a short little snippet about what it is. I'm not really going to tell you too much because I don't think it's your thing or I think you're going to judge me because I, I'm really into this. I mean, who's going to write to a stranger? That feels a little bit crazy. Really? You think people are going to sign up for this? Come on, get your act together. All of those thoughts go in my head. So I never really, in the beginning, showed up with this excitement and passion when I was talking about it. It was more just very black and white. This is what it is. And the amazing thing that happened is there were these people that were signing up and they were so excited about it. And then there were these friendships that were beginning to form. There are people who wrote to each other for three weeks who have never met one another, some even living in other countries from each other, and they have become friends. People who have taken the time to go out of their way to meet up with each other because of the friendship they have formed by simply writing to one another on a postcard. They took that three-week exchange and continued on, continued connecting, developing something that was so worth it to them that they wanted to see each other. And oh my goodness, amazing. Like never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that that could have happened from the postcard project. I thought it would be a really fun way for people to do something different. To be able to receive mail without having to be like super artistic and create something from scratch. Because to me, that's so intimidating since I'm not very artistic. And it was snowballing and becoming into this, this thing that went way beyond anything I thought it could. And now when I talk about it, I'm not shy about it like I was in the beginning because I have gained more confidence in myself and saw that, yeah, what I am creating, what I am providing is of value. And there's magic there. And people need to hear about the magic part of it when I share about it, not just the black and white details of this is what you do, but they need to hear about the friendships made. The way that people have gone above and beyond, and even though it wasn't intended to be a project where you create your own postcard, people have put so much love and passion into it who are creative in that way, and they leverage their own skill set and create something just for their partner. And how amazing is that, is that a stranger is sitting down and taking the time to create a little piece of art to give to someone they have never met. Incredible. And so we might feel like, oh, I, I don't really want to tell someone about this because I can tell they won't be into it. You have no idea what someone might be interested in or where you might pique their interest. 
And they might say, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. I might want to try that. Or I know someone who would love that. And so that's why we need to stand in our light, where we need to really allow ourselves to be seen for who we are and what it is that breathes life into us. If it is writing snail mail, share that with people. Don't hold that in your back pocket and not have them know that this is your thing. (laughs) Give it to them. Let them see it. Allow them to be immersed in your world, even if it's just for a few minutes. Because we have this incredible ability to really inspire one another, to evoke emotion that might not have been kind of prodded at a little bit before. And not doing it in like this pushy way of like, oh, I have created this postcard project. You must be a part of it. Whether you like it or not, you're going to do it. No, no, not like that. But just sharing from your perspective of how much you enjoy it. Sharing what you have seen happen, what feelings have been bubbled up and created all because of whatever it is in your life that you've been doing. It's those tiny things where we allow people into our hearts and into our lives that we open that door for connection. And when you think about this journey that we are going on through in life, connection is really something we all crave and desire and want. We want to be a part of something. We want to be able to have our people by our side, to know who it is we can lean on when times are tough, and who it is we can lean on when we have just experienced the most amazing thing that we want to share it with someone. But when we put up that wall and we don't allow people to see us for who we are, When we stay stagnant and choose instead not to start something because we're so afraid of what could possibly happen or so afraid of failing, we don't give ourselves that space to be, that space to be exactly who we are meant to be. And that's really what we absolutely, truly need is all of that space to be and become and just blossom. And as you start to find your way through and as you start to allow yourself to open up into what it is that really is your thing, you'll find your people, you'll find your community. You will attract the ones who are for you. And the ones who aren't might try to come through and then you'll realize, no, I don't think this is really a good fit for both of us. And you keep on going. No reason to get that putting you down. You just keep on going. And so take a moment and really think about yourself. Think about all of those things that you do that you might not realize are your passions. And when I think about writing for me, I have been drawn to notebooks and pens and pencils and words ever since I was small. My mom would tell me that when I was really small, I was way more interested in the card that came with the birthday gift than I was in the actual gift. 
It was the words. I was drawn to the words and the feelings and the sentiments that those words expressed and loved it. Also loved being able to hold it in my hand. There is something about being able to, to have those words in your hands, to see someone's handwriting, drawn to it. And then as I got older, like reading everything, like my favorite place to go was to hop on my bike and ride to the library. When I was younger, the library was a few short blocks away from my home. It was a really, really tiny, tiny library. And then I don't know what grade it was, maybe fifth or sixth, totally taking a guess. The library moved across town, but that wasn't going to stop me from getting there. I couldn't walk, but I could jump on my bike and make it across town and back. (laughs) And I would spend hours in the library. I would go there by myself immersed in the books and loved every minute of it. I would have a journal that I would write in and tuck underneath my mattress so my brothers couldn't find it. Words were totally my jam. And writing came natural to me. It was as if the pen was able to pull out that voice inside me that was silent if I tried to have a conversation with you because I didn't know what to say. But the pen gave me the permission to say everything that I was feeling and the paper was there to catch it all. And so I would write all the time. And then in high school, college, it just continued with me, always having a journal in my backpack, scribbling things down, taking notes, observing the world, creating up my own different stories, and really just expressing what was inside of me. But never once, ever, during all of this time, would I have ever considered myself a writer. No way. I wasn't a writer. I wrote, sure, but I wasn't a writer. And gosh, it took me a long time to be able to say I was a writer. And still to this day, if someone were to ask me what I do, I immediately go to my full-time job. I leave my passions in the background and go to my full-time job. But what if I switch that narrative? What if instead of saying, oh, I work for a roofing company, I say, I'm a writer that leads writing workshops and also hosts different snail mail projects to allow people to interact and connect with one another and let others know that they're not alone. What if I switch the narrative and say, on the side, I work for a roofing company? Hmm. Maybe it's time to step up to the plate and start doing that to really claim my passions as what I am, not my nine to five job. Because that's not really what I am. Sure, I do that. I enjoy it. But it's not who I am. Who I am is this writer, this person who wants to really give the gift of writing to others as well and let them see that the journal is there to catch everything for them. And it was, it was a couple of different art workshops that I went into. It took me a few years because those workshops really helped me to unearth who I was and see who I was. And there was one when I was in Oregon 
and we were right on the beach. And we were talking about who we are. And it was the very first time that it dawned on me, like, I am a writer. Like, that is my thing. I love to dip my toes in other things and try all sorts of other things on. But when it comes to writing, that's my thing. And I never thought it could be my thing because it came so easily to me. as almost if whatever my thing was had to be hard. It had to be a challenge. I had to pull it out of me. When I came to write, I can just sit down to the keyboard and words would flow. So that can't be it. It has to be harder than that. (laughs) But no, why? Why was I trying to make it harder on myself? It doesn't have to be that hard. Absolutely not. And I finally embraced, yes, I am a writer. And so I encourage you to do the same. To embrace your thing, whatever it is, and claim it with your whole heart. And as you claim it, begin to share that with others. Let them know who you are, what you're passionate about, what is totally lighting up your world. Let them in, let them see it. Give them a chance to experience that excitement that you have. Oh, it feels so good to be back behind this microphone, to be with all of you. I'm so grateful you're here. So grateful. And of course, before we go, I am going to ask you to pull out your notebook. Of course, right? And this week, you are going to claim who you are by beginning with those two simple words, I am. I am a writer. Through and through, I absolutely am. I might not be writing all the time, but that's my, that's my thing. It is 100%. What about you? Who are you? True at your core when all these other layers are stripped away, those protective coatings of armor that you've put up, when all of that is down, who are you? Get it down on paper. Allow yourself to really see and feel those words. Maybe even tack it up on your mirror so that every day you can read it so that you start to really believe and truly know it. Whatever it is, that's who you are. And then start to share it with the world because we need to see it. We absolutely do. Oh, I thank you so much for joining me here today. It's wonderful for us to gather, to be. I will be back next Sunday with a brand new episode. But until then, please come over to the Soul Circle community. Let's hang out. I can't wait to meet you. And I wish you a wonderful week ahead. We will talk soon. Mm -hmm.